everyone. Welcome to the Convos with Anita Santiago podcast. I'm your host, Anita Santiago. Please like, subscribe, and share links to the podcast. Want to welcome all the listeners fans and supporters of the podcast. We have so much to talk about in this episode. So thank you all for joining. If you ever want to reach out to me directly, you can reach me at ComvosCWS at gmail.com. Don't forget to get all your favorite Convos with Anita Santiago website branded merchandise on the website that's life combos l-i-f-e-c-o-n-v-o-s dot com come on in come on in come on in so what are we talking about today well this episode we're celebrating 12 months of the podcast so the podcast went live december 9th Uh, of last year and now here we are 12 months later it has been an incredible ride I have enjoyed every moment of it Uh, I've met some incredible people along the way and I just wanted to share with you all like some of my lessons learned about podcasting I know a lot of people sit back and they say oh I want to do a podcast but I don't know and I'm, I'm, I'm not sure well Jump on out there and do it and learn as you go, because that's what I did. So let me tell you guys um, um, a little bit about this journey and uh, how we got here. So um, the podcast was something that was suggested to me by my good friend and creative collaborator, D to the C. Shout out to you. Um, And I had never really thought about doing podcasting. I didn't really even understand it too much, but I jumped in there, met some people that helped me along the way, and here we are. So for those people who are thinking about doing a podcast, have had a podcast, but you stopped, or you're just not sure how to get started, I just want to throw a few things out there that might help you out. So the first, the biggest lesson I learned is what's your why? You have to know why you're podcasting, whether your podcast is going to be a business or whether it's a hobby, whether you want to tell a story, whether you want to share information with the world, you have to know your why. Your why, the reason that you started podcasting is going to be the thing that keeps you motivated over the long term. My why is that I wanted to present topics like in a different way, like um, sharing angles and perspectives that people often don't think about to make the conversation thought provoking. I grew up with a lot of great conversation. Um, Conversation is a big thing in my family. And I just noticed nowadays with all the electronic devices and things that we do, we don't talk to each other as much. So I wanted to create a space and an experience where when listeners come to listen to episodes, they're going to get something different that they don't hear other places. So that's my why. And when it's been tough to create, when it's been tough to come up with topics, I go back to my why and that gets me motivated and keeps me inspired. 
Whether you're doing podcasting for a hobby or a business, the first question you got to ask is, why am I doing this? Do I want to teach people? Do I want to motivate people? Do I want to be inspirational? Do I want to bring attention to an issue that's not getting enough attention? Just understand what your why is and then write it down. So the second thing I learned was podcasting as a passion or podcasting as a business. I kind of knew when I started out, I wanted my podcast to be more of a business. And that's because I wanted to give the listeners, the fans and supporters a complete experience. Uh, I have branded merchandise on my website, lifeconvos.com. I try to participate in the podcasting community. I try to reach out to people and interact with people beyond the podcast. So I knew it was going to be more than just a hobby. But for some people, they want a podcast and just it's a hobby. I don't want to put that much into it. I just want to talk about what I want to talk about. And that's fine, too. Where the issue comes in is when you start out your podcast as a hobby and then you pivot to a business. Sometimes it can be easy and sometimes not. Um, just depending on what your vision is. But if you decide to do podcasting as a business, you got to be thorough. You got to get your paperwork in order. You got to really do the things and have the things that the public expects a business to have. And if you're doing it for a hobby, then don't let people try to convince you you need to have a business when that's not what you started out to do. So that was a very important lesson that I learned was, you know, deciding on whether or not you want your podcast to be a passion or business from the jump. Another important thing I learned and this I learned this when someone asked me a question and I had difficulty answering it. What problem or what issue uh, does your podcast address? And I was like, uh... And I had to really think about it. I knew in my heart that I wanted to create an experience where people had had their thoughts about certain topics challenged or expanded or changed. So it took me a while to be able to articulate that in a way that made sense. So the problem that my podcast solves is bringing topics and issues Um, into a different perspective to cause thought-provoking conversation. Um, What If you're thinking about doing a podcast, what problem or issue does your podcast solve? Does it solve a a void in the entertainment side? Maybe you're doing something that's uh, based on fiction or you're writing a story. Um, then you're you're adding to a genre where maybe um, there isn't a lot of new stuff going on. I think sometimes that when, when you know people get put off by podcasting when they hear that number, oh, there are four, approximately four million podcasts uh, out there. Um, all these podcasts must be solving problems. The interesting thing that I think about the podcasting landscape is that people need to hear what they need to hear in the way they need to hear it. And one of the reasons we have so many podcasts is because there are so many people with different needs when it comes to listening. So 
yeah, think about what problem or issue your potential podcast is going to solve and then be able to write it out so that when people ask you that question, you can clearly articulate it because that's going to um, really play into how you build your audience and how you build awareness around what you're doing. So uh, another thing that's kind of related to that that I learned or that was presented to me is who or what does uh, who or what do you represent as a brand? So if your podcast is a hobby, uh, what's your brand? Do you still have a brand even if it's not a business? Uh, What are your values that you want the podcast to Um, share or show to your listeners. I think this is uh, maybe a a place where people may not always think to uh, address that, but absolutely your podcast is a brand and it's part of you. So you are part of the brand. So being able to say what your brand represents, do you represent entertainment, fun, excitement, What do you represent as a brand? And again, be able to articulate these things when people ask you, because again, when people ask you, well, what your podcast is about, and you can talk about the values of the brand, the the problem or the issue that your podcast addresses, that's how you really get people interested into what you're doing. So that's a great way to kind of drum up that interest. Now, another area that um, is important in podcasting that I learned is social media. So because I knew I wanted my my podcast to be a business, I I did a website uh, initially and that turned out really well. And then I thought about the social media presence I wanted to have because part of my brand is conversation. And so being able to interact with the listeners and fans and the supporters is really important. So learning the social media landscape as a content creator and not as a consumer of social media was very, very interesting. I don't have a marketing background. I don't know a lot, but I jumped on webinars. I listen to people who know what they're doing. I follow a more successful podcast and I kind of watch what they're doing and learn from there. Um, sometimes people think, well, you know, I'm not getting a lot of likes. I'm not getting a lot of shares on social media. Uh, I got, I kind of have two thoughts about that. Social media is part of my marketing strategy. It's not my entire marketing strategy. I buy ads in um, local school or event brochures, like when they're selling ads for like $25 or $50. I'll buy an ad for the podcast and put it there. Um, I don't know if that translates into... um, a lot of listens, but I know it helps with the brand awareness. It helps people to know that this podcast is out there. I also will participate in online ads if um, someone's doing something online. Maybe they're doing an online um, goodie bag for an event. I'll get an ad um, and, and put it in there as well because if you depend only on social media to get the word out, Uh, you may not ever hit your target audience. And you do need to have 
an idea of your target audience, even if it's very broad. So let's say you're doing a, um, a, a storytelling podcast and your audience is really wide. Everyone from 12 to 80. That's your audience. So that means your marketing strategy could cover all of that. Now, marketers don't get on here and tear me apart because I really don't know marketing like that. But what my point being is that if you just rely on social media, you know that the younger people are not on Facebook. They're not on the traditional spaces where maybe some of us are. So you have to be creative in how you reach your target audience. And that's really important. Um, my podcast has its own social media pages. So Convos with Anita Santiago is on Instagram. Convos with Anita Santiago is on Facebook. And and uh, um, I'm on TikTok as well as AJS1291. So those are the three platforms that I basically chose. And I didn't want to try to do every platform. I'm, I'm only one person. I have limited time, so I can't hit every platform that's out there. And I think, quite frankly, if you're going to do any type of social media um, posting about your episodes and your guests and different things like that, pick two or three platforms where you think you can get the most engagement. I get the most likes and shares on Instagram and Facebook, but I get the most interaction on TikTok. So that just goes to my point that you can't rely on one platform to get the word out about your podcast but often you know we we can't we don't have the bandwidth to be on every single social media platform so navigating social media was something that was really important um, for me to learn and then uh, another thing that came up is does your dream or your vision for your podcast need to be transformed I put a whole lot of thought and planning into what I wanted the podcast to look like, the vibe I wanted to share with the listeners and supporters. And I thought that it was pretty solid until I actually started recording and I actually started having guests. And I must say that I didn't have to tweak too much. But it's okay to update or revamp your vision. There are people that podcast and maybe they do 7, 10, 15 episodes and maybe they stop. And then maybe they come back later to, to podcast. That's a good time to ask, does my dream or my vision for what I want to do need to be updated? Do I need to change it? Um, just because you stop podcasting doesn't mean you can't jump back in the game. And a lot of people do. A lot of people do. But it's really, really important to take the time in the planning phases to um, understand what it is, the, the, uh, to understand the vision for what it is you want to do. And that helps you stay true to who you are. And it helps you stay true to what you want your podcast to be. So taking that time and, and understanding, do I need to transform the vision for my podcast? Uh, I started out where maybe we were talking about one topic, but I'm really interested in something else. Is it time to switch that up? Often you don't need to do a whole new podcast. You can just update your listeners, fans, and supporters 
after your break or hiatus and say, hey, you know, we're bringing it back. We're calling it this and this is what it's going to be about. Reintroduce yourself and keep on going. Lots and lots of people do that all the time. So that's really cool. So let me tell you like some of my accomplishments over the last 12 months. Um, Podcasting has gotten me into some really interesting spaces. I've been to a couple of amazing podcast conferences where I met people from all over the country. Some people that have been podcasting on YouTube or been doing audio and video for many, many years. Very successful. All different types of podcasts. So going to those conferences and meeting other podcasters, especially podcasters of color uh, that I could connect with kind of invigorated me and gave me more energy to keep going and creating. I learned a lot from them. I have a little, uh, I will show you guys my podcast notebook says fun stuff. And I just keep notes and things that I learned from others in there. So, you know, anytime I'm feeling like I need some inspiration, well, let me go back and see, you know, when I was at the conference, when we talked about what what information may be here to help me continue to refine and become a better podcaster. So attending the conferences was totally amazing. The other thing, my guest speakers, I have to shout them out. Uh, Kelly Holland, Brianna J of Idealist by Brianna J, Pastor Frederick Montgomery, David Mingo, Patrice Harding, Dana France, Pastor Jordan. My guests have been absolutely amazing. And it's really a great feeling when you're doing something and you can bring in people that are exciting and have something to share with the listeners and you multiply the effect. So Kelly Holland, uh, my very first guest speaker, her episodes were on financial literacy. That is something, especially in this economy, that was very timely. And not only did she present the information, but she made herself available to the listeners, fans and supporters. And again, I I should have threw this in there, but if you want to connect with any of the guests that I've had on the podcast, go to the website, lifecombos, L-I-F-E-C-O-N-V-O-S.com. Go to the guest page and under every guest under their name is a link to their social media, email, or however they want to be contacted. So Kelly Holland was my first guest speaker. She did financial literacy. It was amazing. Brianna J, my second guest speaker, she knocked it out of the park. She talked about entrepreneurship for, for people under the age of 30. And at 27, she's been in business for herself for several years. She has so much to bring to the listeners. It was just exciting and it was just amazing. Like really listening to her talk about her experiences as a 20 year old, creating a niche for herself in a very crowded industry, the, the beauty industry, and becoming successful. And then duplicating that several times over with her businesses. That was a phenomenal, that was just a phenomenal episode. And I really appreciated her being on. 
because, it, you know, bringing to light what young entrepreneurs are experiencing was very important. Now, a lot of times we say, well, you know, we need to get young people out here. They need to be doing something for themselves and they need to be doing more. Well, guess what? There are a lot of entrepreneurs out here under the age of 30 and they're doing big, big things. So I was happy to bring that to light. My third guest, Pastor Frederick Montgomery, um, talked about mental health and wellness and how his passion to integrate mental health into spiritual spaces is so important. He gave a uh, very in-depth testimony of his own mental health journey and how that impacted his life. And that's one of the reasons he became so passionate about bringing um, mental health into spiritual spaces and bridging that gap um, so that we can promote mental health and wellness everywhere. So that was an amazing, amazing episode. Then we had David Mingo, retired military uh, amateur family historian, storyteller. He came to the podcast to talk about our stories as history. Uh, we often talk about what's been left out of history, what's not covered in history. And he talked about what would it look like if we could take our history and make that our history, starting with our families. That was a two-part episode. And then he came back with... Um, And and then he talked about family research and genealogy and how he got started and how this became a passion for him. That episode kind of coincided with Juneteenth and um, it was just really, really insightful and amazing. Then the next guest speaker was Miss Patrice Harding. Uh, We had a great conversation about the season of single about the season of singleness and we talked about it from a very different perspective Um, she gave a lot of great insight as a young person on why why singleness is not a bad experience and how she's leveraged her singleness as a position of power very very amazing amazing episodes after Patrice we had my very uh, good friend Dr. Dana France um talk about resilience and Dana's life is nothing but a story about resilience that was also a two-part episode she um started out talking about resilience and then she talked about her own life and her personal experiences and I'm telling you if you're feeling like you need a little motivation go out and um listen to those two episodes with Dr. Dana France she did not disappoint. And in this first 12 months, wrapping it up with my final guest speaker, Pastor Rasan Jordan, talking about his book, I Live, Yesterday Didn't Kill Me. Let me tell you what, Pastor Jordan talks about his life in such a real open and transparent way. And what I found so interesting was that a a lot of what he says in his book are things we know that black men experience, but they don't talk about. He came on and he was transparent about some of the pieces of his story. And I think those episodes will resonate with men for a long time. They were really, really great. It was a two part episode. 
So make sure you go out there and check it out. I just get kind of wanted to give you guys a recap of the kind of quality guests that I've had on my show. Going forward, I plan to bring more guests, more interesting topics. We'll have authors from time to time that will share about their book and their history and their stories. And um, we're going to keep the conversations going. We're going to keep generating thought-provoking, motivating, educational experiences so that when you listen to an episode and you walk away, you go, hmm, you know, I never thought about it like that. Or, hmm, I've thought about it this way all this time. Maybe it's time for me to think about it another way. Or, hmm, I didn't even know that was a thing. Wow. I've been educated today. So this has been such an honor that you, the listeners, supporters and fans, support me. You come back and you listen. When those episodes hit, you guys are on it and you're listening. And I appreciate that because a podcast is nothing without its listeners. And so I try to acknowledge the listeners and the fans and supporters every chance I can because truly truly the success is it lies with you if you all are enjoying the podcast then it it will do well and if you don't it won't so 12 months of podcasting never thought I'd be in this space but I absolutely love it thank you guys for riding this journey with me I hope you uh, stay along stay on board stay close keep supporting keep listening get you some branded merchandise uh if you have suggestions for topics that you would like to hear on the podcast go ahead and send me an email um i'm open and um you know i'll look at it and see if that's something that'll work for the podcast because remember has to be consistent with my values and my brand so i can't do every topic or every guest but I I do try to use my platform to elevate others because there's a lot of information out here and we really need each other uh, to to get to that information in this digital age. The days of um, books, and I'm a reader and I love books, but we know that a lot of information out here now is in the digital arena. And so having access and proximity to information is important. And I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of bringing the information to you, sharing the information with you and making sure you're getting good, solid information. So thank you so much for being here for these 12 months. Let's give you a round of applause. Round of applause for all the listeners and supporters and subscribers. How can you support me going forward? Keep coming back to listen. Share episodes um, that you like. Reviews. Leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Subscribe to make sure you never miss another episode. And get some branded merchandise off the website. That will help me tremendously offset the cost of producing a really high quality podcast. So once again, guys, thanks for rocking out with the combos with Anita Santiago podcast. Thank you for coming in and helping me celebrate 12 months of podcasting. Thank you for all you do. Catch you next time.